tell the girls, what do you say on Halloween? Trick or treat. Oh, good job, Lulu. Like she gets it now. See if I can see what the. It's more like came in my candy is what I'm going to say to you next. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight we are talking about the first holiday in the variety of holiday seasons. Halloween starts in October, my favorite month. That also starts fall. Tonight I have Rachel. Hey everyone. Jamie. Hello. Jen. Hello. Kim. Hi. And I am Tabitha. And we are going to chat about how our kids navigate Halloween and some other things around Halloween. So Rachel, if you want to start. If you follow Flannaville, you know that every darn day of the week is a dress up day around here. My daughter spent a night in March in a like pretty much like Vanna White gown, um, a mermaid cut Vanna White gown in the hospital. She will not wear pajamas or underpants because she's got too much of a sensory situation. However, she can sleep in a full out bell dress, tool crinkling, satin scratching, like it's sewn together by fishing line. So we do lots of dress up. It's how we began scripting. It's how Celie found a stronger self in the characters of uh, the people in her dress up bin. And you would think that all of that lends itself very well to uh, Halloween Festivus in Flannaville, but girls, it's just not our thing. My daughter doesn't do After Dark that well. And by that well, I mean that nice. I mean that we don't do in public at dark. Like it's just, there's a lot. It just turns crazy. And so we don't really, like I, we're sort of the family that, buys our kid the bag of preferred candy, pretends that the Halloween fairy dropped it off in the bucket outside our door after she went to bed. That's how we Halloween. And then we turn the lights off almost like, you know, those folks that go door to door and you just want to like lay down, turn the TV off and not move until they leave. Yep. That's how we trick or treat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. Go to the most interior room and watch TV there and at least we can blame like the screams and hollers like, oh, that's just our projector. <laughs> Those scary sounds coming from this part of our ville. Yeah, that's just a fact. Halloween, Halloween yeah. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm into fall and I'm into the Christmas and all Thanksgiving and, you know, the things. But I mean, I just love a 4th of July, but Halloween's <laughs> just not our, we get enough dress ups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Jen? How's Halloween over there? Uh, well, we do a lot of dress up like Seely. Kaya loves to be in costume. Um, but it really was just the last few years that she has shown any interest in going out. She loved to dress up <laughs> at school, but come nighttime, she would be tired and just didn't, she doesn't eat candy. So there's no motivation to go get candy. Uh, I, however, eat candy <laughs> and very much enjoyed it. Uh, But, you know, the few times I would try to take her out, it just wasn't fun. She wasn't having fun until uh, the year before COVID. And she had a great time. She loved it because we went with a bunch of people. So she she got the the flow of it. And she loved going up to the door with the kids and, you know, saying trick or treat. She didn't care about the candy. But again, I did. I was coaching. Take take the candy. (laughs) But, you know, the the dressing. Yeah, the, the dressing up. She loves that part of it. 
Uh, but again, she doesn't eat candy, so there's really no motivator for her to go door to door. So I used to let her dress up and then she would hand out candy with me. Mm. So she still got to, and she liked seeing all the kids and that kind of stuff. But as far as, no, I mean, she gets dressed up for school and that's a big ordeal. And, you know, really past that, she just doesn't really care. But we will go out this year because she does understand it now and did enjoy it a couple of years ago. So we'll see how she does this year. I'll take her out. I feel like it's hard to bring our kids to a threshold of somebody else's door too and expect them to wait, stand back, say the words and not like bolt. Not want to go in. Yeah, exactly. See, we would rather do a full investigation. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, if that's what's in your bucket by your door, I'm checking the fridge. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What about you, Kim? Yeah. So Alyssa loves Halloween in the beginning because I have a son who's three years older than her. We always participated in Halloween, but we had to be very creative with which she wouldn't tolerate certain costumes. So she would have to wear something that was more clothed like, like a jumpsuit that was like a cat, but it had like a hood and was just like regular clothes. One year, the year we got married, we used the flower girl dress, which was a regular dress. It wasn't an actual flower girl dress. And she was like a bride. She was game for the candy because she kind of like learned quickly that, oh, we do this and then we get candy and I like candy. And then as she got a little bit older, like we found like a pumpkin thing that just kind of goes over your clothes. And that was like her costume for like five years. She isn't good about switching the costumes up. I then had one year that, so I am not the biggest Halloween fan. It's just not my thing. I'm not a big fan of dressing up at night. There's people with masks on. You don't know who they are. <laughs> I just, I just never really. In the never shadows. Really, you're plummeting, Jimmy, you're plummeting. <laughs> It's never, you know, there's, it's very dark where I live, like very dark. Like it's like, there's no street lights. Like it's just never Tree. been my game. But Mask I obviously, people. the former mess. I'm, I'm tired of 2020. Love Thanksgiving. I just am not really, I'm kind of like the Halloween Scrooge, but I do do it for my children. You know, obviously yeah. I bring them out to be treated and that's something we've always done. A couple of years ago, we were the kids my younger daughters are now getting older now they're teenagers and I'm like I'm not even gonna bring her out she doesn't even know what Halloween she knows what it is like when we dress up and go out and she's like and we got the you know the pumpkin or whatever she's like oh cool candy but like she doesn't know ahead of time that Halloween's coming so it's like if we don't go trick-or-treating I mean I know it's kind of mean but I mean I did it for like 18 19 years so I'm like (laughs) and I would have to think Kimmy that for people having an adult come to the door, that must be very confusing. I think because we always have the other kids with us up until the past couple of years. So now my kids kind of will go, you know, one might go with a friend, the other. So it, it, it's getting a little hotter now, but now I have my niece who's five who usually have her with us or we go with them. So it's it, it's not like just her. There's always like other kids. Other kids There's always yeah. been other kids there. So um. Kara and Lexi, Lexi was being uh, Holly, Holly Quinn, and I forget what Kara was being. So they were getting ready. Well, Alyssa came right out. You know how she just stands quiet and you know, like she's, you know, waiting for something, but real quiet, big smile on her face. I go, oh crap, she knows. She told, she totally like saw them. They weren't wearing like traditional costumes. They were wearing like, like Lexi had the Holly Quinn shirt on and you know, had her hair in the pigtails and the makeup, but they weren't wearing like costumes that I thought would be obvious to her. Well, I was dead wrong. And then all of a sudden I'm like, 
Oh boy. Because now I don't have a costume for her. And you can't send a 19 year. I don't remember exactly. I think she was 19 this year, maybe 20. I was like, you can't send an adult woman out trick or treat with no costume. I mean, when they're dressed up, I think people are more like, you know, okay. But now I'm like, so now I'm scrambling. So I, I opened the closet door. My, <laughs> so my daughters do dance. So I'm like, there's gotta be, they're much smaller than her. So like none of their costumes are going to fit her, but I'm like, I've got to have something. So I'm like, digging through the closet I found this like here was like a tie it was like a hip-hop costume but it was like a tiger I think Celia has a costume now actually I think I and know that like, one <laughs> and it came with like a headband and it came with gloves so I just threw the headband on or I threw the gloves on her I was like we got to put a little makeup on which she does not let me do ever she let me put a whiskers and like held the nose so she kind of looked like a cross between a tiger and a scarecrow I don't know <laughs> I, was just like, I was just trying for something and she she totally let me put the makeup on and we went out trick-or-treat and I mean I was so wrong I didn't think she would realize I didn't think she would even know but she did so then we had to obviously take her then I want to say it was maybe three years ago for the first time we were driving and I always talk about stuff with her even though it's not clear how much she understands and she doesn't you know say stuff back I always um, oh it's gonna be Halloween and I'm like you're gonna get candy and she's you know and I said oh what do you say just randomly said this and she goes trick or treat and I like literally we almost crashed the car we were like what <laughs> not even the fact that she said it but the fact that she like understood what we were talking about like yeah it's just so unclear the whole picture of like what is understood so she's never like I said she's always enjoyed Halloween and participated in it but she's it's like you can't tell her ahead of time she can't get excited about it now she yeah. gets it now when I talk about it I mean, you guys saw earlier when I said, oh, what do you say on Halloween? Like she'll, she used to say, thank you. They'd give her the candy. She'd kind of go, thank you. And kind of sign, thank you. But she couldn't say trick or treat. Would they understand she's saying trick or treat? I don't know. Some people could probably understand it. Some people, you know, but yeah. I kind of make it obvious. Like I go, oh, good job. Yep. Go to the door. Like I make it so like, it's not like a question of like, why That's is this, you know, yeah, because yeah. my husband said tonight, he goes, we're going to be taking a trick-or-treat until she's 35. Because she, like, loves it. she gets so excited. She's all about that candy, let yeah. me tell you. But it's nice now because she never, yes, she participated, which was great. And I'm grateful for it because I know it's something a lot of kids on the spectrum and with special needs have a really hard time with. And for the most part, we were able to maneuver through that part of it. But she can't get excited about it. She can't pick a costume. And now she can. Now we go online. She always picks picks a witch she always picks the same one but like I try I try to go oh what about this what about this but um it's good that she can tell me what she wants it's exciting yeah. because it's yeah. like I've never had that with her yeah yeah now and then suddenly now it's like the dory balloons and the birthday cake like yeah oh, I mean you want me to build you a float for well, this year I was like what do you want to be a ballerina I'm like well that's easy yeah, we got that. Got that. For the bad brand here. Where's that girl? Nailed. Nailed. It's, we it's have never it locked down. It's never too late for our kids. Like it's still exciting. Like it's still exciting to me that it's something new. It's something different that like she's able to do and get excited about. And that's like you know that's what I want for her. Awesome. Now she's like, "Yep, Halloween's coming." I said, "I said, oh, do you want to be a princess?" She goes, "No, witch." Like <laughs> she says, so she's getting it. So Love it. yeah, so that's exciting. What about you, Jane? Um. I love She's Halloween. Halloween <laughs> uh, no She's issues. The queen of Halloween. Halloween queen. Halloween queen. <laughs> oh, that's oh. my tablecloth right now. In our formal dining room, it's a Halloween tablecloth because obviously people can't see. <laughs> so yeah, I love Halloween. 
it's just I mean I've always loved Halloween I love scary movies although ever since I've had kids I've had to slow down on it because they affect me a lot more now but in college I always threw like huge Halloween parties I'm so pro trick-or-treating because I feel like it's dying and COVID's probably killed it now oh no we're bringing it back thanking everyone (laughs) who hands out candy to trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood I'm like thank you thank you anyway so but with Jesse my child uh in the beginning I don't he just didn't understand Halloween the first few years and yes the costumes and like I always try to pick something that he would like so the whole family dresses up and this has created this little dress up monster where even outside of Halloween he wants us all to like be characters for something or all dress up like we got him like an incredible outfit he wanted us all to have incredibles outfits so we got like took a picture of us as Incredibles. I mean, not like costumes, but like the little jammies and stuff. But when he was little, it was more like, like he was his first year, he was a little baby. So he was an owl. And then I think the next year he was Snoopy because he loves, he's always loved Charlie Brown. And so he kind of liked it, but also hated it because it was like this hat thing, but he wore it for a few pictures and for trick-or-treating a little bit. And the first ever time I allowed him him to have candy was at a Halloween event. I know family members probably snuck him candy before that, but he ate that Reese's peanut butter cup and he was so excited. And I think I probably accidentally did that on purpose, you know, to like make him love Halloween. Um, <laughs> so now, so like for a couple of years there, he would go trick or treating and he would get a piece of candy or like wherever we're at, like a trunk or treat or whatever. And then he was done. He's like, I got my candy. I'm oh, going yeah. to take the one piece of candy. And he was like, all right, but I would still make him go more around. And then, you know. I would eat the candy river, but that was kind of nice. It's like nice when your kid's not like greedy at first and they, they're like just happy for that one piece of candy. You roll um, right by that, Jamie. And then I ate the candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what but now over the last the couple of years, he's Everybody's liking it a lot more. He's, since he's always loved Charlie Brown, like the, the, what's it called? The great pumpkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost said you're a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's mixing two different things. Um, <laughs> so that like that association like that's like now he he, like he understood trick-or-treating from that and then I think it's like I would like to say I didn't push Halloween on him or anything like that but just I've always had weird things around like I have an entire shelf of like Harry Potter things I have skulls just out and about like on the daily not even around this time of year so I think he's just always been used (laughs) to that stuff and then last couple years he's gotten like more into it like but last year like he wanted us all to be like Halloween, our costumes to be all be Halloween. So he was a mummy. I was a witch and like trick-or-treating. He's very matter of fact about. So we haven't run into too many issues trick-or-treating, but they're definitely a thing. Like he's tried to go into people's houses. He <laughs> yeah. had that too. Tried We've to take that. a lot of candy. Actually the first years he would take one piece of candy like he's supposed to. And now he's like, oh, if you're giving me one, I can have more. And people sometimes like you can even have more. And he wouldn't take more because it was like, I'm supposed to take one piece of candy, but now like he, he just doesn't understand. He's like, well, this is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to give me the candy. And so if anyone ever tries to like be silly with him or tries to like make a joke about him, not saying trick or treat or anything, he gets a little upset, but he does pretty good. It's just like most things when we're out and about, like I have to be right next to him. I'm making sure he's not running in people's houses or running off in the dark, but I don't know. We love it. 
we're way too into it. We, I think this is the first year my kids both want to be different things. So we might not have a group costume, which is very sad for me. (laughs) Oh, what do they want to be? Amelie wanted to be, I can't remember what the first thing was, but then she wanted to be a ghost again. Like she was last year because Jesse told her she had to be, but she got an Alice in Wonderland costume for her birthday and I love Alice in Wonderland so I've been like making her be Alice in Wonderland I've got her excited about it a kid watches it all day now you just gotta get Jesse excited about it I'm trying to he doesn't care he's so stuck on the moment we went to Target over the weekend and I was like you can be anything he loves Minecraft he doesn't play the video game but he sees the show and I'm like you can even be the stupid Minecraft thing but he still wants to be a mommy which probably fine I'm just worried that he's gonna want to do that he's gonna get stuck on the mummy for the rest of his life and I'm gonna be searching for mummy costumes forever <laughs> but we'll see we'll see how much I can manipulate yeah <laughs> I'm with you Jamie I love Halloween I love Halloween love it when I was a kid it was a big hurrah there was smoking punch there was crackling lightning in the background all the kids went trick-or-treating it was the best holiday. And then we would come home and we would play cards for our candy. Oh, that's awesome. I really got schooled because I was one of the younger group. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know at the time that that's what happened. But my son has always loved Halloween too. So when he, his first Halloween, he was a little tiny baby and we handed out candy together, which is my favorite part of Halloween. I yeah. love handing out candy. It's the best. Second year, he was a little over one and he handed out he was like barely walking at the time and he was giving the kids candy out of the bucket when they came to the door so he was actually like handing out candy to the kids and we did like a little trunk or treat because we thought it's too late it's too dark you know he's a one-year-old I'm not gonna and then the third year he kind of started getting the concept of like oh when I go to the door you give me candy this is great Mm -hmm. and he and we live in a neighborhood where, where there's like a lot of older people and so they have like the bigger candy bars and oh yeah you know like they get like three trick-or-treaters y'all so should come to my mother's house okay she gives <laughs> out the full everything yeah that's everything. Awesome. <laughs> and then last year both of Nora was in a stroller and so she was kind of like whatever just hanging with him and he was loving it this year, I'm a little concerned because it's going to be dark. She has sensory stuff. I don't know what kind of outfit she's going to be able to wear. We're going to be out at night, which she's not into, but we'll be outside, which she loves. It's so, all the things I'm not a fan of. Yeah, she, Nora's with you. I don't think she, that's <laughs> going to go well, but maybe she'll like be excited because we're all together and in costumes and be hyped up about it. I don't know. Oh, wait, but isn't Halloween on the weekend this year? It is. Yeah, it's on Sunday. So usually, well, I don't know everywhere is different, but we usually here do it a little earlier if it's on a weekend. Like oh, we do. We do it in dark. We dark. do it on the day. I know in Ohio, they like assign it's you. Two hardcores over here. It's in the dark. Yeah, we go <laughs> in the dark. Okay. No, we, well, I, think, I think it just starts earlier because people are home. Makes sense. Whereas oh, yeah. during the week, you have to wait till after work. So it's usually dark by the time we come back. You come back, but it's light when you like go out. Yeah, Nixon, I like, like that. Fun. That's an opportunist. Yeah. Last year, Nixon was excited, but it was COVID. And so we like what we ended up doing was just throwing a bunch of candy in our yard. And then it was kind of like Easter. Like you get to go <laughs> do the candy hunts in the candy. front yard. Your that was a good idea. That I bleach wiped. Yeah. And I don't think we were allowed to trick or treat. We did have a trunk or treat. We were allowed to do like a church trunk or treat. And then we did something else. We remember. did trick or treating, but people left the candy out. 
like nobody did nobody, nobody opened their doors the door. everybody put it on their porches which i mean actually was kind of good yeah <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> then you don't have to talk to people. but we had like a little party i mean it was only us in our in our here but um we made cupcakes and i'm not gonna say it right but we did the how do you say those little boards charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie yeah boys. that we yeah. did those with like um we made those up so and she had fun doing that but um we did go around i think we only went up and down like two streets because a lot not every house was doing it but well when um, we were like, kids halloween was like one night and now it's like we yeah. go to a pumpkin patch we have to be yeah. at the zoo then we have the church trick-or-treat yeah. and then we have another trick or, uh, the school's doing a trick-or-treat this year then my kids have way too much candy and then i eat it yeah i eat it too i don't know i think i like halloween because there's no expectations for me to do anything except for dress my kids up and have a good time Yes. You know, like Thanksgiving, you're cooking or helping cook or helping clean up um, or, you know, dragging your kids to oh. someone else's house. Christmas, you have to do the shopping and the gifts and the, which is awesome. I love these holidays, but holidays? I don't just so we're clear. I don't yes. like any holiday. I hate every I, holiday. I love Thanksgiving. We stay home. Neil yeah. cooks a big turkey yeah. and we don't do, I don't do anything. I make the stuffing. That's it. But I mean, like Halloween, I That's just a coveted sh- job. Put, I I love cooking pies on Thanksgiving, but I don't have to do any jobs for Halloween. I just buy a costume. My kids are cute. People give them candy. It's great. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the blue bucket that circulated. We're figuring out in 2018, we think. What's the gal's name? Alicia or Alicia Palmer or Plummer? Alicia Palmer. This is what we're finding from Google. I think her name is Alicia Plummer. Alicia Plummer. The difference is I just said that with confidence. I don't a know. blue bucket <laughs> situation. She purchased her a blue bucket to signal to people that her child was autistic when they were going Halloween and then it kind of went viral. Again, we don't have the specifics of this. We're just kidding. I this do. Can I, if yeah. I, can I do it? Because I just Please. pulled it. Rachel. Um, this is an article from October 18th, 2019 that Jamie found on Newsweek. It sort of explains during or near the origin before more controversy about the like you know the origin story of this blue bucket so it says a blue halloween bucket has become an unofficial symbol of awareness for autism if you see a trick-or-treater holding a blue pumpkin candy bucket at your doorstep it could mean the person is autistic uh the phenomenon took off last year after alicia Plummer shared an image of a blue halloween bucket on social media announcing that her autistic son would be carrying the item while trick-or-treating. It goes on to share her whole original post, but I would say that it, as it went viral, really started a movement before I would say the uproar. And I like, you know how a thing has to become a thing first before people can hate the thing? Yeah. Now to to find out about it first. That's right. So now we're far enough in that the people that hate the thing exist and the people that do the thing exist. And then um, I believe it's the gluten-free folks that picked a teal bucket. (laughs) Yeah. So um, um, that's food allergies. Any food food allergy. Thank you. Which is important and makes sense to have on a food holiday. You expect people to hand out certain gluten-free candy to your kid. I mean, it's freaking Halloween people. Go to the door, you get some candy, you go to the next door. I mean, it's, it's I think, been made so complicated by people. I think that it's easy to feel that way, but I have a nephew with peanut allergy and 
it is damn and you shouldn't be taking them to random doors to get candy for free that's i mean really well, you'll be my, the parent so, go through the back the back solutions after. yeah my son yeah. has a, a peanut allergy i mean we never used a tail bucket nor do i i mean i don't really expect people to have all hey do you got a juice box and yeah stuff i mean that just gets like we would bit. just obviously go through um probably another thing that i'm not a fan of halloween because that's like another thing i have to worry about but we would just take away all the you know the reese's i mean i would just take them to work candy that it was okay but i mean plus like it, it's so dark you have like six kids coming to your door i don't really know how you're going to be like oh that's the tail one yeah and Rich, it is with the yeah, function to pivot back to to, yeah. to to your nephew i didn't you know i about the bucket but i mean that's what kim said there, people are just handing out thousands of pieces of candy that night i don't really think people are looking at the buckets i mean i'm not when i'm handing out candy i'm just happy to give kids candy because they get so excited and I actually prefer giving it out than going door to door but I mean I, I just think like if your kid can't eat stuff that's not on the people giving it out that's on you to either get a different bucket for your kid full of fake candy he can eat or she and do you know what I mean like you can't be expecting people to have peanut free like you were saying Kim or gluten like, free or this so free like you can't go door to door then because, for free um, Halloween candy and expect all these specific things. Candy that comes out on Halloween, like the big bags of candy and the same thing for Christmas, all even things that don't I, normally have peanuts always have peanuts in them. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't like, so people would not even think that these things had peanuts, even if they were trying to do that, because it, it's the way it's manufactured that it's all, it all goes, it's, it's contaminated. Yes, you might have like good intentions of like, yeah, yeah. You Jolly Rancher not thinking and like, it still has a trace of from a bag full of like different well, and I, I feel like there's this reaction based stuff to the facts or to the preferences or to the what's behind it in the case of our you know community's blue bucket I feel like there's so much emotion there's so much I mean you guys we are five dear friends and every single week we share our view separately because they're different Mm -hmm. this community and our kids and the one that we represent at home in the community at large, like have different needs all the time. And so I feel like anything that comes down to an equitable experience for my daughter or an accessible experience for someone's child comes down to the advocating behind it. So when you make like this statement of the blue bucket and it's sat here and marinated for a couple, three years, now this other pillar or silo in within our community, it has like attacked this mm -hmm. thing as they have, as folks have, I don't mean to they there, <laughs> I don't mean to they there, but the puzzle piece is a controversy. The neurodiversity infinity symbol with the rainbow mm -hmm. is a thing. The bucket is a thing. The goddamn light up blue is a thing. Like there's so many. And I'll tell you, there's a woman at this table that's near Boston who changed my mind about all of it. Cause I used to be that first year in second year in autism mom, where I'm like, let's get puzzle sheets. Let's not do any puzzle sheets. Let's do the blue. Let's not do the blue. Like, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you just. Well, it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve as you go through the process. Like when you first want to embrace the autism community, which we all have gone through that stage. Once our kids are diagnosed, you go to the internet and the internet tells you certain things. And then you learn more and more as you go along. And, you know, because we're bloggers and writers and 
on social media and all this other stuff, there's also perspectives on the other side that we don't have experience with. Like we're coming through this with a, a perspective of a parent who is watching our kids and trying to advocate for them and let the world know who they are and be a voice and celebrate them. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there's other people who have lived experience as an autistic person. And so they have perspectives on the other side of the coin. And specifically for this blue bucket situation, I think the flip side of the blue bucket is that what we've read online is that the perspective is that it makes our kids vulnerable because we are making a shout out to their disability or to the fact that they're autistic to strangers and shedding light on who they are when they're out in the public in this kind of Halloween situation. I think what it comes down to is there's certain groups in this community that don't want autism associated with the color blue. So they obviously are not on board with this blue bucket right from the get-go. This mom was just trying to find a way because her son was 20 years old that he could enjoy Halloween and people would understand that like he's just not some, some typical 20-year-old trying to get candy. Get candy, um, yeah. The way I look at it is if you want to use a blue bucket to help people understand that your child has certain needs and maybe can't say trick or treat or, you know, maybe, maybe it's a kid like Jesse who doesn't, and maybe he just doesn't say thank you. Like, which I'm not saying like, do what you want to do. Like you do you, if you want to do that, then go ahead and do that. Yeah. Are the people at the door really going to know? I don't think they are unless they have either yes. a family member or a friend yes. or a neighbor within the autism community. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're really going to know. Also, it's pretty dark most of the time. So <laughs> I don't really know that they're going to be able to see that it's a blue bucket. And also there's going to be plenty of neurotypical kids that just want a blue bucket because they just want that blue bucket. So I think well, there's just like a lot of things. Lead that me right into my story about the blue bucket is two years ago, we were trick-or-treating with very close people that we've been around for many, many years. There was a ton of kids and somebody said, "Ugh, go get them a blue bucket. They'll have no problem giving the bigger kids candy. And they turned and I was right there. And immediately the woman said, I am so sorry, Jen. And I know she didn't mean to offend me, but I was really freaking pissed. I left immediately with Gaia. I was so, because you're literally making fun of it. Yeah. And my kid is standing right here and you've got your 17 and 18 year old grandsons who really shouldn't be trick-or-treating in all honesty at 17 and 18 to get candy. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it was kind of like, huh, give them a blue bucket and they'll get candy faster without anyone questioning them. Oh, shit, sorry, Jen. I mean, it was literally in the same breath. And so for me, I mean, I like, I, I kind of get it singles them out, but like Kim, no one's going to look at the bucket at the door just like the gluten-free or the peanut-free. People aren't examining your buckets and picking out of their 10 buckets they have specialized for each kid. I mean, it just doesn't work like that. And I think it's on the parent. Listen, if your kid can't eat peanuts, then don't take them trick-or-treating or like Kim does, take the bucket out when you get home and go through it to make sure, because you just can't expect people to have all this specialized stuff for your kids. Well, and I, think I would so. have no problem having it, but a lot of people would. Well, and I think too, now there's so many options. Like we have special needs groups here that do special trick-or-treating for mm -hmm. kids on the spectrum. We have like, there's houses here. There's maps you can do where people specify that they're an allergy-free house. And they're usually handing out something that's not food. That's so badass, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. The people within those communities usually can find those things, but your average house probably won't know that or, you know, understand or like, I went to Walmart the other day, there was a whole bin full of blue buckets and that's how the blue bucket started. I remember that year 
they all, you know, it's always been the orange pumpkin. They start selling pink buckets and blah, blah. And that mm-hmm. mom was like, Hey, if everyone uses this and I totally get why she did that. Yeah. We talked about in an episode last series, like constantly having to explain our kids is hard. And sometimes it's nice just to have something saying like, Hey, yeah, this means something, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't have to explain to you. You can just understand. But at the same time, Jesse would have no interest in using the blue bucket. My hope is like that people are just nice that mm-hmm. if my kid's not going to say thank Preach. you, my kid's not going to say trick or treat that. And I wasn't saying that he wouldn't say thank you. I was just using that. No, he wouldn't say thank you. She's very literal. Trick or treat, but he won't say Halloween. He does go with his cousin and his cousin will say thank you for him. Or or don't you? Like, that's what we do when we're at the bottom of the stairs. We're like, like, thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And you rarely get that guy who's like, oh, you're going to say trick or treat. And I'm like, oh, I got to slap you. Get my yeah, because we per- like to your house and take it. So <laughs> we personally have never a run blue into a bucket problem. with rocks that I'm going to beat your head with if you ask her again. But she, Kaya's like Jesse in the sense she's very literal. So I was actually it was a Walmart where we saw the blue buckets and the pink buckets and the orange buckets, and I said, oh, "Do you?" And I thought the pink one. I thought instant. She's like, "No, orange," because to her, okay. Halloween is an orange pumpkin, mm-hmm. not a and blue bucket, not orange. a pink bucket. Yeah. So she's right. very literal on it. I mean, listen, if she wants a, a, a purple bucket, she can have a purple bucket. I don't yeah. care. But I, I really do think that people at the door are not looking at all these buckets to figure out what box this kid fits in. You know what I mean? Like, hold on. Like, they're hold just on. handing out the Costco bags of candy. I mean, let's just cut some slack to like the neighbor. Last year, we went to one house because we were trying to do the damn thing. Because every year we're going to try and do the damn thing, you know? maybe give up a little early, maybe go at 4.30, what, whatever it whatever is. works. So last year we get to this first house up the big driveway where she's darting left and right like a Plinko <laughs> chip. And then they have a freaking, what's that steam? What's that like? Yeah. Like a creature that fog machines. Yeah. And then sit like uh, past this part of the sidewalk. And now the, this creep is like, Mer! so we're having an overload. We get to the guy's door. Celia is listening to me, like knocking on the door, stepping back so they can open the door and not take her out. And like, we're going through all these motions and she's doing great. And I'm probably beaming and thinking like, if this is good, maybe we can go. And this fella says, you gotta say it. You gotta say it. You look like such a pretty mermaid. Now you say your part. And I was like, oh yeah, that's going to be super tough for her. She's autistic. And I like go into this, like, hey, like when I'm a heathen, <laughs> like I, I'm just this. Holly Quinn comes out. <laughs> yeah. So then he ends up apologizing and he's like, you know, you just get into the habit. He introduces himself. He is the director of an autism service dog nonprofit. He's like, I know better. I, you just, it's just the Mitchell exchange. didn't leave with candy, but she left with a dog. So it's fine. Like, I need a dog. We left with a business card and a wait list. Welcome to Minnesota. <laughs> Welcome to autism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, I mean, even I would, I would ask person what their costume is. See if I could guess yeah. it, like have that at the door engagement so that you're not just like 
giving a kid candy at your door in 2021. I mean, that my mom doesn't care how old you're like, she just loves, like she just, she buys, she just thinks it's great. She doesn't care. She's like, I don't care how old they are. If they want to come get candy, let them come. And trust me, towards the end, she's throwing candy in people's because she buys way too much every year. We're in a neighborhood now where there's not a lot of kids. So like she gets five kids now where she used to get 200 kids. You know what I mean? And my mom is the woman that would have the gluten-free for kids if she knew. She would have peanut-free if she knew. Like, you know, my mom, right? She would have- She like hits the the bucket with a flashlight. All the options of like what you need. But I just think in general, that's a lot to ask for people that are just handing out candy in Halloween. I mean- But I do notice that a lot of people do, like Jamie was saying earlier, um, there's also a lot of people that do non-candy items now. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, like they'll the do like little toys, or you know, there's all there's so many different options. Don't give my so kid a like, piece of fruit because I don't know what you've injected in it. And I'm oh not my god! My kid a piece I remember. Fruit, so you know. I remember getting an apple before when I was younger, and I, I threw it away. I was like, I don't want this apple. And my you know, Halloween candy said, makes me if nervous. If you give too. me an apple, I'll give you twelve eggs. This is my favorite thing is every year that news article comes out, especially in Colorado because we're all you know marijuana blah blah, and it's like. Be careful, people aren't giving your kids edibles and blah blah. I'm like, no, I would like to know how much edibles cost for one. (laughs) You you would know. And I'm like, no, no one's handing out. So my kid might sleep an extra couple hours. I have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, listeners. I'm just kidding. Just so we're clear. The pro, uh, like for (laughs) trick or treating, someone who's trying to like bring back the beauty uh-huh. of trick-or-treating and how it's like a neighborhood thing and stuff like that. It's like, I think there are a lot of people scared because they read these articles where it's like, oh man, I have to like have like allergy free stuff. I have to do this or people expect this of you. And it's like, no, just on both sides. If there's just this mutual kindness of like, Hey, if you're asking my, fr- my kid mm-hmm. to say trick-or-treat, like with Rachel. And then I say to you like, Hey, my child's autistic. And instead of you being like, oh, what does that mean? You could be like, there's an understanding. They're like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry. Like takes five seconds of everyone's time just to be kind and polite. And then like everyone can be happy and enjoy it without it being like, oh, I'm afraid of offending someone or we're afraid to go trick-or-treating because mm-hmm. we don't want mm-hmm. our child to be rejected or left out. Like, so if everyone could just be nice. I don't know. And I, I like I watch the older people, you know, like in the neighborhoods that are where there's lots of houses and kids go, you know, they know that neighborhoods to go trick or treating and and like the, the I find the older people get really excited to see the kids. Like yes. they like to see their costumes yeah. and they take that five seconds, like you were saying, Rachel. Like, oh, what are you? Or oh, you're Minnie Mouse yeah. or whatever. And I don't know. I just love standing. I like watching that part. Like I like watching the kindness. Like it is that part of it's fun. So it's like the kind only of excited this year neighbors. to do with Like we don't ever see neighbors really anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the last things where it's like a neighborhood event. And even, I mean, even that's going away. Now everyone goes to like separate trunk retreats mm-hmm. or organized things or, you know, a lot of us go to the nice neighborhood where they're going to hand out the good candy. Yes. King size neighborhood. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. See, that's what long. I mean. Like, you know, kids know what neighborhood mm-hmm. to go to. Oh, there's yeah, there's not a lot of kids here. So yeah. like my, my mom literally gets five kids now and she still buys for 200 kids. So those last two kids get 300 things of candy. I mean, she doesn't eat candy. I don't clearly eat candy. So, you know, it's not an option in this house, but I don't know. I'm excited this year to see how, you know, how she does. And cause she two years ago got it and loved going with the kids. So I don't know. We'll see this year how she does it's it. It's hard. I feel like we would skip over some of those holidays. Like I've talked 
I don't mean to sound like a but like we've talked about how anxiety and excitement are the same yes. raw, mm-hmm. like the same uh, happens in both for my for C. And so we could just sleep through that Saturday. Like and we not, could just do even, the thing, yeah, like skip yeah. it. But culturally, well, try, all this shit is everywhere. <laughs> well, so I was going to yeah. say like school, they, she, she learns about it. She knows about it now. Right. But to her going to school dressed up that day, that was Halloween. Yeah. So taking her out at night, like remember last year, she dressed up as Belle. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't trick-or-treating per se at night, but she had, she was done. She did her Halloween. Like she went the thing the is, is like, it's in every commercial it's in, I yeah. used to be in retail. So like, I get it, but it's like Daniel Tiger goes goddamn trick-or-treating everybody, yeah. every trick single or week, yeah. everybody does the thing. I'm like, yeah. so I'm going to age myself here, but I get very nervous. I don't like driving on Halloween. I get very, oh, very nervous being on the road. I, my, you know, I was going to say this now, my biggest fear is uh, my Oma was killed at a crosswalk. The guy, it was not his fault. He, the, the sun blinded him. He threw 300 feet, the poor lady. I mean, it's literally my biggest fear is to hit a pedestrian because there are a lot of blind spots. And I don't I, want my kids drive on Halloween. Pitch black on Halloween. I hate driving. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Makes me so very nervous. Yeah. So that's Halloween, people. Take away. Use a blue bucket if it makes you or feel don't empowered. Use one. Whatever yeah. you want. If it makes hey, well, I used to I used to bag one, yeah. I mean, it was great. It said, um, "Oh, go 80s Hello, my name is Alyssa. I am autistic. I cannot say trick or treat, but I'm trying. I mean, and people did read that. Not every person, but people did read it. But then somebody said, "Oh, that's exploiting her. People will know her name." And it's like uh, she's not going to get kidnapped. She's a 200 pound 20 year old, <laughs> and I'm right here with her every step of the way. The other thing I was going to say is I know a lot of the the points to the blue bucket is. Sing, singling out your kid and you know whatever but I don't know anyone that just leaves their kid to go trick-or-treating on their own especially their special needs child I mean they're always with us they're always with us right, so right, exactly. and I think you know what and I how do I say this without sounding off on it but if there's a predator out there on Halloween there's a predator out there on Halloween and I don't think they're picky on who they're you know it, it's you know, if there's a creep out there watching kids on Halloween, there's a creep out there with the mask you know. on and you can't see who he is. He's just <laughs> in the dark behind the trees. Yeah, the, the trees. <laughs> it's not like they, you know, unless someone follows you home, it's not like they know where you and your child live. You know, I just, I think if the blue bucket mm-hmm. makes you happy as a parent, use the blue bucket. But if it doesn't, don't use a blue bucket. I think it's like you just do what you're comfortable with. If you want to use Absolutely. a blue bucket and, and it helps you, then use a blue bucket. If you don't yeah. want to use a blue bucket, the bucket. Don't use a bucket. People get really bent about the bucket. Bucket. I mean, we've used a plastic bag before. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how we do it. Tabitha, yep. that will forever exactly. be in my head. This is how we do it. That's Halloween. Halloween episode, people do what you like to do. Standalone episode Halloween. Our next series is coming soon. So catch us next time. We might have a fun live coming up for Halloween. I know who I'm going to be. Maybe we may be dressed up. Maybe. Yeah. You'll have to tune into our Facebook page and and find out. All right. We will talk to you next time. Happy Halloween. See you on the internet. Happy Halloween. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at the table for our Halloween episode. If you are enjoying the podcast and listen on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate if you could rate and review us. 
You can also leave a review on our Facebook page or message us with any feedback. We always love to hear it. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. New episodes every Monday. So make sure you follow us and check those out. See you soon. Bye.